Good morning and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Dan Meidinger. Dan is the CEO of BBB, serving Western Ontario. Valentine's Day was yesterday and Family Day is Monday. Later on in the program, we have some ideas to help you celebrate. And when we get to mid-February, we know spring won't be very far away. And if Wyatt and Willie is right, spring will be here early. So it isn't too soon to start planning for that deck that you've probably been thinking about building. And we'll talk to Paul Oglesby, who is president of Hickory Dickory Decks Limited. Our first guest this morning might also fit that spring theme. That is, if spring cleaning is still a thing. We welcome Trevor Deeroff, president of Enviro Blitz Cleaning Services. Welcome, Trevor. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. The motto of your company, EnviroBlitz, is an environmentally friendly cleaning service. What makes it environmentally friendly? There's a variety of reasons we'd be considered environment friendly. First of all, we use environment friendly products that are biodegradable, phosphate-free, non-toxic, non-corrosive, and solvent-free. Further, we use concentrate cleaners that we remix the bottles when our bottles are empty. That way, we reduce the amount of plastics going into the environment. Finally, oh, go sorry. ahead. Yeah. Finally, we also uh, offer recycling programs for a number of our commercial customers. Many, it's difficult for many commercial businesses to recycle. Uh, it often is costly. So we actually facilitate that as part of our cleaning program to them to allow them to uh, offer that to their customers as well as their employees. Are those cleaning products exclusive to uh, EnviroBlitz or where are they sourced? So we use a variety of Canadian products. We use uh, such products as uh, Enyo. We use uh, EconoClean. We use EconoGreen and a variety of others. Well, we're hopefully a little closer to spring, as we said. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a good time to to, uh, to book spring cleaning blitzes? Or? It's never a bad time to book a clean, especially if you have a set date and time in mind. The more lead time you can give us to be able to accommodate your desired time, the better. That said, we typically book about three to five days in advance. So if anyone wants to book a clean, as long as they have a little bit of lead time, we're happy to accommodate. Uh, your website lists the various services your company provides. One of those is a maid service. What would the service include and how is that different from janitorial services? Well, a maid service typically targets a residential setting. So maid services might uh, go beyond the regular cleaning. It might include such things as uh, making or changing of beds, uh, as well as doing dishes, uh, putting away or tidying items, uh, just changing laundry, that sort of thing. In, oh, sorry. And then in a commercial setting, it typically is more so maintenance and uh, regular service that uh, facilitates the, the operation of the business. What are some of the things a professional cleaner will do that a homeowner might miss? Well, many homeowners are great cleaners. The biggest thing is about consistency and efficiency. So being a commercial cleaner or a professional cleaner, sorry, uh, we will typically know the areas to look, the deeper areas to clean, uh, and take care of the things that homeowners might not want to, such as baseboards, uh, ledges, nooks and crannies, and so on. Well, you've kind of touched on the difference between commercial or business cleaning service and uh, personal home cleaning service. Uh, can you just expand on that a little bit and the maid service that you talked about? Is that something you do occasionally or that uh, people would book on a regular basis? So we call ourselves custom cleaners. So we fit services to fit whatever the individual customer needs. So as big or small, as detailed or not, as anyone needs, we can accommodate. That said, maid cleaning typically more so refers to just a residential setting. Uh, And again, we accommodate to whatever the individual customer needs. In a commercial setting, it's more offices, businesses, in, institutional, industrial. Uh, there's, it's more so focusing on uh, the actual running of the business and making sure that it's clean for the, the employees and the public. Whereas in a home, typically there's children, 
pets and a bit different types of cleaning. You're usually showers are, are, or washrooms have full bathrooms, so uh, showers, tubs, so on. Whereas in a commercial setting, a washroom might involve stalls, uh, urinals, and so on. Do you ever have opportunities for when there's like a contamination and a place has to be, uh, you know, really sanitized? cleaned up, sanitized? Uh, do, you, do you do that also? Yes, yeah. So we offer a full range of cleaning uh, services. Again, when we started the business, we wanted to be able to offer a wide variety of services to a large variety of customers. And instead of having to phone multiple different companies for different services, they can contact us for all of their needs. Uh, what should a homeowner or business expect in terms of a contract for cleaning services? Are they long-term, short-term, or one-time contracts? Well, thank you for asking that. We actually don't use traditional contracts. We feel that our work speaks for itself. So we don't want to lock anyone in and make sure and have them feel that they are kind of set or bound. Uh, for us, if we're doing a quality job, we have happy customers. They're then telling their friends and telling their family, and that's bringing in more customers for us. We do, however, use our quote and our breakdown of service as an outline of what is going to occur, uh, what the cost is going to be, and then we have a terms of service that outlines if there was a missed appointment, uh, how payment works, and so on. Um, are homeowners usually away when the cleaning staff does their work, and how is access arranged? So access uh, is different in a variety of settings. It really depends on what the customer is comfortable with. Many customers give us keys, uh, a lot of customers give us codes to enter, and then some customers are there to let the staff in or arrange for someone to be there. In terms of a uh, customer being home or being present at the clean, it varies greatly. So many people nowadays work from home, many of our customers are retired, and many people work shift work. So we have no issue if customers are home while we're in there to do the clean. If that's the case, what we typically do is either have a customer go to a comfortable area while we do the rest of the cleaning, and then we come and clean that area at the end, or vice versa, we'll have the customer, we'll clean an area for the customer where they can go to, and then we do the rest of the cleaning. Trevor, what are some of the important things uh, that people should ask of a cleaning service if they're uh, thinking about uh, contracting? Well, you always want to ask what's included with the pricing. Some, our, our company, for instance, includes all the products and all the equipment with the price. Other companies expect to use the customer's products and the customer's equipment, uh, and other companies beyond that charge for the use of products and equipment. For us, everything is included, uh, so it, it's a one-set price. The biggest uh, thing you also want to ask would be insurance. Does a company have WSIB insurance in case someone's injured to make sure that it's on the business's insurance and not falling onto their home insurance? Uh, does the business have liability insurance in case there's damage uh, if you don't ever want to be uh, in a situation where something has occurred and there's no recourse and there's no way and all of a sudden you're out money or, or have a giant headache on your hands? So insurance would be a major thing that I would always want to consider or ask uh, to make sure that it doesn't turn into a problem in the end for the customer. Should you ask about the employees and, and the kinds of hiring practices that you have to be sure that this is somebody that can be trusted in my place? For sure. You definitely want to ask about whether it's going to be the same staff coming in. You want to ask about uh, the consistency, what's going to happen if an appointment's missed. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I have fantastic, quality, hardworking, reliable, honest staff. And in because of that, we have great referrals, uh, great uh, recommendations, and happy customers. And we want to thank you very much for taking some of that time to be with us here this morning on Ask BBB and tell us a little bit about uh, Enviro Blitz. Thanks, thank you Trevor. very much. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Dan Meidinger, and our guest has been Trevor Deeroff, who is the president of Enviro Blitz Cleaning Services, an accredited business 
with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Search Home Cleaning in the Business Directory and you'll find them. Next, we will talk about building that dream deck for this summer. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Dan Meidinger, who is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. There may be a bit of winter left to endure, but it always seems shorter when we start going through the seed catalog or start planning to enjoy the outdoors. You can expand your summer living space with a deck. And this morning, we get you started with our next guest, Paul Oglesby of Hickory Dickory Decks Limited. Welcome to Ask BBB, Paul. Thanks. It's great to be here. So, Paul, let's start with a very basic question. Do we require building permits to build a deck? And if so, who is responsible for obtaining them? In the City of London, any deck uh, over two feet above ground requires a building permit or is the principal entrance to the residence. Is it a very complex thing to get the building permit? It can be. You need a full set of working drawings, engineering, um, specifications for railings. It is uh, fairly uh, substantial to get a permit and uh, the regulations are getting tougher. So is it the same in every municipality uh, with regards to permits? Definitely not the same in every municipality. It's highly recommended that you check with your municipality to ensure that you are maintaining their proper building codes and you're not going to get a stop work order on your on your project. Are all decks custom designed? All our decks are custom designed. Um, everything is designed to meet the customer's needs and their budget. Budget is one of the things that will determine what sort of deck we will build. What are the factors that determine the cost of a deck? Well, the size of the deck, the materials that are used, and the, such as the decking and the railings, complexity, the height above the ground, the higher the deck, the more it costs to build because of the time involved. When you talk about materials, uh, what are some of the choices there in today's world? Uh, the typical deck uh, you see is made out of pressure-treated lumber, which is not an ideal situation at all. Um, most of our decks, about 95% of them, are made either from uh, composite materials or vinyl decking. When you say that uh, the pressure treated and most decks are, are built that way are not ideal, what, what are some of the uh, issues you run into? with? Well, uh, the main reason people go with it is because of the price. Um, the new pressure treated lumber is so wet, it shrinks, it cracks, you end up with big gaps. It's full of chemicals and the last thing you want is your kids running around and getting splinters from chemical-filled wood. And that's not the case with composites? Absolutely not. Uh, they're guaranteed minimum of 20 years or up to a lifetime warranty. Um, they do not shrink. They do not crack. They're what, environmentally friendly. What, what are they composed of, the composites? Well, a wood composite uh, can be composed of wood fibers and plastics, or some of them even use rice hulls and plastics. Uh, the better products are 100% vinyl. So in the use of a composite, then you wouldn't have to worry about sealing and painting and any of that sort of thing then? No. Typically, um, most of them just require once or twice a year a cleaning. Um, the vinyl products basically just dish soap and water and a deck brush and a garden hose, and it looks like brand new again and will in 10, 15, 20 years. So how long does it normally take to build a deck? It depends on the size of the project. Typically, I tell people if we start Monday on a normal deck, you're using it by the weekend. Wow. Uh, that's that's a short period of time and uh, not a lot of uh, disruption. But how much planning ahead then do you have to do to be able to execute it in that short of time? Well, it depends if you need a permit or not. If you need a permit, it takes a minimum of 10 business days to get a permit. But prior to that, you have to get plans and engineering done. So I would 
allow at least four to six weeks ma- minimum before uh, a project starts. So how early can construction on a deck begin? Can we start uh, this during these last winter months? Mm-hmm. We have built uh, this winter. We built right up until the second week of January this year. Uh, it does take longer and it will cost a little bit more because of the time factor involved and, and the weather factors involved. So no matter what we budget for a deck, what are some of the things we should expect from the contractor? Your contractor should provide a, a written contract as well as uh, full details of what your project is going to include. Um, should include all the costs, the applicable taxes, an approximate start date. Well, we can't guarantee a start date because of weather conditions and previous projects that we've already uh, agreed to. A written warranty, uh, references from your past customers from the Better Business Bureau. Uh, also ensure that, that uh, they have liability insurance, WSIB coverage, and if you've got a high deck working at height training. Paul, should you expect to make a down payment or uh, how does the payment schedule work? Typically, you should be making a deposit on it. We uh, require a 30% deposit upon start of the project, 30% when we start the project, when we show up with our materials, and then the payments as we go along. Um, a deck adds living space to our home. In fact, outdoor kitchens are part of many homes. What is involved in creating an outdoor kitchen? An outdoor kitchen can include anything from a, a barbecue and a, and a countertop to a full-blown stainless steel cabinets and refrigerators and sinks. It all depends what's in the customer's budget and what they require for their particular needs. Uh, decks add to the aesthetics and the living space of our home. Does it increase the dollar value of our home and will it affect our taxes? As far as taxes go, I'm a little unclear on that, but uh, typically no. Um, it it depends on what your house is assessed at. As far as adding value, a uh, good deck made from the right materials will add value and retain value. Uh, there are studies out there that say that up to 70 to 80% of your return on your investment is, is, uh, can be expected. Paul, if uh, people are listening right now and they decide that they would like to investigate uh, uh, building a deck, um, how do they contact Hickory Dickory Deck and uh, what sorts of things uh, can they expect in a consultation? An ideal way to get a hold of us is, first of all, just check out our website, www.dex.ca. Uh, Hickory Dickory Decks is the largest deck builder in North America now. It's a franchise. Head office is just north of Hamilton, and it's a a Canadian company. Um, As far as what to expect, uh, we typically come out. I take measurements, photographs. We sit down for about a half an hour to an hour, review your needs, discuss various options, and then I go away, come back, and about four or five days or a week later, sit down with you and review the project designs, and the costs. Is there any cost to that consultation? No, consultations are free. Well, Paul, we want to thank you for pointing us toward the summer and uh, the decks that we may have. I know there's probably a little bit of winter left, but uh, with the winter we've had, you probably are getting underway with some decks now. We will be shortly. Um, we wait. We like to wait until the weather turns a little bit nicer, and we have some guaranteed uh, continuous work weeks. Well, thanks for taking time to be with us here this morning. Thank you very much. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we've been talking to Paul Oglesby, who is the president of Hickory Dickory Dex Limited, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating.
And you can find them on bbb.org under the search term deck. Family Day is this coming Monday, and as promised earlier in the show, we'll talk about some of the fun you and your family will find in and around London this coming weekend. Welcome back to Ask BBB, a weekly program produced by the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Dan Meidinger. Dan is the CEO of BBB serving Western Ontario. So here we are, just a day after Valentine's Day and on a long weekend that marks Family Day in Ontario. And that means there are likely still a number of Valentine's events this weekend. So mums, dads, grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles will be looking for things that they can do with the kids. If you search the BBB directory under Family Entertainment, you'll find a list of facilities that cater to families. You can link to their website from there for specific information. And one of those listed is uh, Adventures on Wonderland. It's a great spot for kids ranging right into their teens. We had a great time there, Dan, with our 18-month-old granddaughter this past summer. There are games, activities for older kids as well. Uh, there's laser tag, other games available. The admission charge is six ninety five for the wee ones, age 1 to 4, and it's uh, twelve ninety five for ages 5 to 12, and infants under 1 are admitted free. Yeah, it's a great place, Jim. I've uh, taken my grandchildren there also. Um, besides the BBB directory under a useful website is todocanada.ca. Once you are on the website, do a custom search for Family Day London, Ontario. You'll find a wide range of events and activities planned for the Family Day weekend. Okay, well, the Children's Museum at 21 Warncliffe is open Saturday from 9 till 5 o'clock and uh, on Sunday and Monday from 10 until 5. Uh, they have uh, super-sized board games. You can even build life-size forts. Lots more to do at the Children's Museum. Toddlers there, four and a half. Uh, children, two-plus uh, and adults are uh, $9. Infants under 12 months are admitted for free. And if the weather is good, the Fanshawe Kinsman Sugar Bush is open from 10 till 3. Admission is only $2 for adults, $1 for children, and the maximum amount for a family is $10. It is operated by the Kinsmen and Canets of Greater London. And that's a great Canadian thing to do because you'll get some maple syrup uh, as well. Tomorrow, Sunday, February 16th from 1 until 4, the Imagination Station is open at the Museum London. It's free and it gives you a range of art-making activities, painting, drawing, and sculptures included. And on Monday, February 17th, the museum is open from noon to 5 with special family day activities. From 1 till 4, the Magistera Soloist String Quartet will play at 1.30 and at 2.45, and you can take part. And this is also Black History Month, and uh, today... Uh, they're planning things at the London Public Library Central Branch at 251 Dundas Street. Now, the event started this morning at 10 o'clock, uh, but it goes right until 2 this afternoon, and there's music, crafts, games, and more. And, of course, uh, you can enjoy the museum uh, the rest of the time over the weekend, too. Storybook Gardens is open from 10 until 5, and all-day breakfast and horse-drawn wagon rides around the park, and you can skate on a 250-meter skating trail. Family admission is thirteen dollars, or four fifty for adults, and three fifty for children two to seventeen. And that uh, skating trail is something that is quite unique and uh, great fun in the in Storybook Gardens. So if you've ever been there in the summer, instead of walking the trails, uh, you're skating. You can it. Skate them, yeah. Now, if you want to spend time outdoors, there's a Family Day Snowshoe at Longwoods Roads Conservation Area, and that's coming up on Monday. It goes from noon until two o'clock. And they tell us that you can rent snowshoes 
Uh, you can try one of the oldest forms of winter travel, snowshoeing. That, of course, is if there is enough snow for that. We've had a little bit, but uh, um, maybe maybe not enough for a big snowshoe. Yeah. But go on out and find out about it. You can find all these and more on todocanada.ca website, and you'll find organizations and businesses that cater to families if you search the BBB directory under Family Entertainment. So we hope that uh, you'll do that and that uh, you have a really good family day weekend. And Dan, and Dan, that's our time for Ask BBB this week. Remember, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. If you have a question or guest suggestions, send us a tweet. And if you're interested in becoming a BBB accredited business, call us or go online to bbb.org and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. And thank you very much for listening this morning. Until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Dan Meidinger. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.